I think we're live for we part are. 13. Oh, that's a bit ominous. Part 13, isn't it? Yeah, what could possibly go wrong? Uh, well, if, 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 if something freakish was to happen, everything would probably go right for the yeah, podcast. Yeah, it's content, isn't it? Yeah, this could be... You know, what I mean is, like, normally stuff just does go wrong, so <laughs> the only thing that will be, like, the, the alternative reason. for this it's part the only would be just to have a really good, clean, smooth one. It's the only reason Hello. to watch it, really. <laughs> Hello, everyone. wrong. Uh, we've got a great podcast today. Marcus is going to be on, so we'll find out what he's been doing. And mm-hmm. in a moment, we're going to hear the theme tune. But first, Mark's going to set me a challenge of something to draw during the theme tune. If you're watching oh. on YouTube, you'll be able to see what it looks like. So, Marcus, uh, you're not Marcus. Mark, I'm not. Similar. <laughs> we did pretty well. Close. We did, I think, 45 Warmer. seconds there before we had a mistake. Yeah. Mark, what, what am I drawing? And once you've told it me... Fire up the theme tune and I'll do it by the end of the theme tune. I'll be ready. I'll be done. I thought of something and then I'm, it's it's blank. <laughs> oh, no, I remember it. I remember it. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. Ready? I want you to draw Mr. Blobby playing badminton with a hand grenade. Okay. I left my dad's coat at a show. The sound man found it, don't you know? It took a while for off, me to get it back <laughs> I'm sorry. we stayed in touch and made each other laugh And then we found a date that fit to meet up. We recorded it in a hotel That's how the Blue Coat Diaries started Come on, that's pretty good. It's it's quite good. That's not yeah. bad. That's Mr. Blobby. He's got a badminton yeah, racket. He's playing is. badminton and there's a hand grenade. That's not bad. It's not bad. I, I, I like it. I like the inclusion of the net. Um, now, at the end. What, I, what I'm saying about that is mm. I bought for my son all 40-something Mr. Men books in a box set. Oh, and I've it bears a passing resemblance to um to to Mr. Greedy if he had measles. He's got what, he's got that vibe. Does. Yeah. Do you know what I found about those Mr. Men books? What? Really boring to read, aren't they, to kids? Some of them are. Some of them They're are really and like some of them the are the wording of it. It's really sort of like I mean maybe it's to try and get them to go to sleep, right? That's the whole I idea. Think Finn likes some of them more than others. Um, we did the same thing. We bought the yeah. books in a box yeah. like you. But I remember when we were a few in, I thought, God, these are a bit boring to read. Out. I've, I've just, I've read 45 of them at this point. <laughs> I don't think I got through 45. Well done. Well done. Yeah. yeah. What's your favourite then? I mean, come on. Sequ- which which one would you read again? He likes Mr. Snooty and Mr. Chatterbox. And I am sick yeah, to death of both you? of those. Yeah. Me? What, what do you like? Yeah. Um... There was a couple that I like. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to think which ones they were. Um, I quite liked Mister Messy. Yeah, there you go. Mister Messy is quite good. Mister Tickle would just be cancelled nowadays, though, wouldn't he? Yeah, I mean, with the current news, <laughs> the current stuff going on with Russell Brand, I think you don't really yeah. want to be identifying yourself as Mister Tickle, do you? That's an interesting thing. That whole well. It's interesting and a bit dark, but uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's one of those things where um, 
you wonder about the timing of allegations sometimes, whether or not they are. Media is a strange place. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we should take the pod to... No, not in that direction. We're not going there. What's I think we stick with well, Mr. Messi. Yeah, I would say is that it will be interesting to see how it plays out for sure. And it's a huge yeah. thing. It's not going anywhere. That is going to, you know, that will get some answers. What have we so got to do thing. as a podcast to the point where we can direct the media? You know, well, be that influential. Not, definitely not what Russell Brand has done. No, no. I mean, that's, that's not, not way, what that I'm that suggesting. That's not we want to get famous. Yeah, um, yeah. Listen... <laughs> Let me tell you about some shows I've been doing. I feel like we're on the thinnest device. <laughs> Can you hear that? You, you always are with me, Johnny. Have you got a sound effect for ice cracking? Um, Can you have a look while I'm going to tell you about my first gig I did last week? Okay. I've got some good stories from the gigs. You know I like to tell you about my gigs. Well, on Thursday last week, while you're mm. looking for an ice cracking sound effect, I went to a place called Knoll, which is sort of towards Birmingham Way. And uh-huh. we had a really fab show. It was in a village hall, Mark. You, you must have been to a party of, in a village hall before in your life. Several times, yeah. Okay. I, I, well, I've, I've put, P, in my earlier careers, uh, I've put lots of PAs in for village hall parties. Well, there you go. There you go. Yeah. That's what it was like. And I, I, I finished with one of my favourite set pieces that I only really do it when it's like something like a village hall or it's like outside and there's a few hay bales or whatever. But I've got this thing. Mm. I don't think you've seen me do it, but... I've got a set piece, and I won't spoil it, but it's basically based on country dancing or a barn dance. That, that's that's the, the right. way that the piece works, but obviously it's comedy. And there's a bit in obviously. it where I say, can I get a yee-haw? And like everybody goes, yee-haw, like that. And it is definitely like the most fun thing at a show when everyone there does a big group shout of something. And a yee-haw is a really good one for that. And I thought that was going to be, that could mm. be quite a good like question for this week. He's like, what is your favourite thing to shout? What do you like shouting? No, I don't mean like when you're angry and you're across someone. As in like, what's a really great sort of like let it all out thing to shout? Yeehaw is the benchmark. Can you think like of a, like a Like a primal scream or a, a cathartic yeah, like a, noise. A thing that, you've, yeah. but that, that feels good to shout. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. You know, like maybe it's from a film or it's just like an in-joke that people have yeah. got or whatever. But I... Your favourite thing to shout? Yeah. I, as you can imagine, <laughs> that's probably not me. And if I was to shout something, it's not unbroadcastable, but, you know. Okay, if you stubbed your toe or dropped like a big amp on your foot when you were doing thing or whatever, what would you shout? We can always bleep it. Um, the last thing I shouted when I did that was Quinty <laughs> McFuck Biscuits. Right, there you go. That, that's getting I mean, bleeped. That, well, yeah, we'll have to bleep that. But I, I imagine that actually, even though it has happened in a moment, sort of pain, that is probably quite a fun thing to shout out loud. Yeah, you, you wouldn't yeah. want to do it in a library. You wouldn't want to do it on a bus. I'd love to do it in a library. And not like... Okay, he would like don't to Don't quote me on that. <laughs> Tell us via the BCD pod socials or my Johnny Awesome socials your favourite thing to shout. We'll make it wide open. It could be in rage as well. It could be in rage, yeah. but let us know about that. So, did you find any sound, clip, uh, sound effects, by the way? For the uh, no, I've I've got cheering, clapping, drum rolls, or yeah, and some laughing. And I don't think, think any of thing. those are appropriate for the no. you know the no, thin ice. Not not based on what we were talking about. I think I it, I'll, to... I'll get some more downloaded 
maybe when I'm about to say something that's going to get us in trouble, I could just play like the Jaws theme, the mm-hmm. in the background, some ominous background noise just to make mm-hmm. sound of Johnny sweating. It's my favourite film of all time. What a film. Is Don't it? get me started on that. Don't get me yeah. started on that because we'll just we'll talk about that and we've got to be ready for Marcus coming on. Now, mm. on Friday, Mark, I went to Ellesmere Port, which is kind of Liverpool way. Yeah. And it reminded me of a great story that I don't think I've ever told you. And I thought, I must tell Mark this. I must tell right. Mark. There's a guy called Jay Hutton, and he was on a show called Tattoo Fixers on E4, where I'm people familiar. would go on with bad tattoos and they yeah. would like sort them out. And Jay is a really great tattoo artist. Now, he saw me at a show ages ago and he mm. came up to me afterwards and said, Will you play at my wedding? Will you come and do a set at my wedding? And I was like, mm. I totally will do that. And then when he got in touch properly after the gig, I said to him, listen, here's what we're going to do. I'll come and play your wedding for free, but I want you to give me at least half a sleeve tattoo. Right? Half that sleeves, quite. That's quite expensive, dude. Mate, you know, I'm not mucking about. I was not mucking about. <laughs> you, you you're getting <laughs> yeah. the, uh, yeah, that's, that's a deal that is, mate. Half it sleeve. was a deal. So that's what we agreed. And that's what went in the book. Now, wow. here's okay. the funny bit. My agent who is brilliant, like mm-hmm. got a great relationship with, but they weren't that happy with this plan. Can you see what the problem was here from an agent's point of view? They, they don't want you to be tattooed. Is that is that the thing? No, nothing to do with that. You, you need to think much more like an agent. What do agents like and what are they thinking about all the time? Money. Money. Yeah. What's the problem then with the thing that I've set up with Jay? What's the problem there for the agent? Oh, what? He's not getting his cut. Not getting any money, are they? Oh, he can. So, do you know what I said? <laughs> what did I say? You can get a, you can get a small tattoo as well. Yes, you'll have to get okay, one. Okay, this is glorious. Continue. Fifteen percent the size of mine plus VAT, and then you can have that. Which, let me tell you what, did not go down well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So there you go. That's my little Ellesmere Port story. Because the reason I say that is that's where he's from. Joe, he's got a, I think he might even still have the tattoo parlour there. That's where I went to. But he, he at the time, yeah. definitely had a, a tattoo parlour there. Agents are um, not a fan of quid pro quo, are they? No, you like that. They do I like, you might like that. It took I us do, a while yeah. to come around to it. But the coffee I hope you did it anyway. Be fine. Of course I did it. Of course I did it. Now, the other thing I was going to tell you was on Saturday, I did this lovely gig in a sailing club in a mm. place called Hightown. I mean, that name on the way there made me laugh. So I was just imagining everybody there being high. I was just yeah, thinking, that's like, what I was what, thinking. Like, Welcome yeah. to Hightown, boy. <laughs> Population. Why did they have that accent? <laughs> well, everyone's high. Welcome everyone's to like, Hightown, boy. <laughs> I was just trying to make it like really Californian, but maybe I went a bit more like, Deep it sounded like the colonel was about to reveal his special recipe. All right, let me try your really good stoner voice because because I, I I think I've got like a punchline on the end of it that I think is quite nice. Where you go, so you imagine you're turning up, you're driving in, and someone yeah. says to you like, maybe so it's really more like dude, isn't it? Like, oh, welcome to High Town, dude. That's like that, it, isn't it? That's and it. then they go, population, no one knows, dude. <laughs> like, no one's got a clue about anything. They've got no grasp on anything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was really good. Anyway, I did a, I did a show there, and I got this guy. On stage they could have a sign. That's, they could have a sign, and as you go into it, says "Days since anything got done." Yeah, 
beautiful oh it's almost a bit there. of a little stand-up routine there that's really cool um yeah by the way let me just say for high town and everyone that lives there it wasn't like that it was just a really nice place that had a sailing club but we've turned it into this different world anyway at the sailing club we did the show had a really nice time great uh people down there and i got this guy on stage right and i did this thing with him did this uh, song and afterwards mm. when i was leaving this woman came out into the car park and she said oh that was great really enjoyed it and all that I was like, thanks very much. Got to go to another gig. See you later. She went, do you know who that, do you know what that guy does? That's what she said. Do you know what he does, that guy you got on stage? And obviously I don't. So I go, no, what does he do? She said, he's the skipper on John Bon Jovi's yacht. <laughs> and I was like, mind blown. What? Are you being serious? She said, yeah, he's like done it for years. He's the guy that like runs his boat, you know, his ship. So I was like, well, you have to go and tell him that I want to play on John, Bo John, John Bon Jovi's yacht. So it's not come in yet, but I'm really hoping this guy is going to like pull a few strings yeah. and I'll get to do a gig for John Bon. That's what yeah. I'm hoping. He's probably started the process. He might even be halfway there. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, <laughs> I'll get on the boat and I'll say, uh, I'll say, uh, say, all right, John, try, and I'll okay. try and sort of be kind of chill. I'll say, oh, I used to work on the docks myself. Yeah. Back in the day. <laughs> in Derby. But, uh, you know, it all fell apart. Union went on strike. And yeah. uh, next thing I know, <laughs> it, was, it was It was the lack of docks that did it in Derbyshire. Um, yeah, good point, actually. So good point. how annoyed were you on a scale of one to ten that you'd done a gig? And that's, that is the golden goose of getting to know your audience and getting that answer back how annoyed were you that you'd done gone through the entire gig got out the other side and didn't manage to uncover that gem during during the show it happens all it happens all the time it happens all the time like you always hear little bits like when you come off and you think ah oh, that would have been good I like, like a classic is like just someone saying something like um oh it's our anniversary today and you go is yeah. it and they go yeah like it's our golden or something and you think wow that would have been a really cool thing to talk to a couple yeah. who have been married for 50 years and then you know, find some good banter there, like how they met and how long, you know, oh, blah, I don't blah, know, blah, mate. that sort of stuff. No, I don't you don't know, like mate. that kind of thing. It's no John Bon Jovi's skipper, is it? Loads of people have been married for ages. <laughs> I mean, there's only I know, one well, I'm, skipper. I'm just saying you all, yeah, true, yeah. I'm just saying you always, you do you do often find out little bits and bobs yeah. in the audience. But yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. I mean, we, the guy was great. He came on stage and sang a duet with me and he was, he nailed it. He was really funny. So you never mm -hmm. know. He might say to John, he might say, hey, John, uh, Got a guy we can get on to do a bit of entertainment if you want. I, the only thing is, I think my worry would be I'd be super excited. I think this is my big chance to play on John Bon Jovi's yacht. And then I'd be worried that I'd get on there. Mm -hmm. And I should be a bit careful here because I might talk myself out of the gig. But I can imagine as I was about to start, John taking the guitar off me um, and just saying, mm -hmm. like, hey, let me, uh, let me play a couple of songs that I've written. And then <laughs> next thing we know, I'm sitting on the side of the boat listening to about the back catalogue of Bon Jovi songs. And not yeah. doing my act. I can I mean, imagine it going that way. Worst things could happen. Um, but Yeah, that is that is a pretty good outcome, actually. It's one of those things, though, where is if you've got a job as bizarre or cool as that, you can't just come out and say it. Oh, by the way, I do this. Because then you look like that guy, don't you? Well, that's what made me think it was true. The fact that someone yeah. else came and told exactly. me. Exactly. That is exactly what you're saying. Because sometimes I mean, in a gig, if someone said that, you think he's not doing that. Yeah. He's making I mean, that up. You know. It's not like he's vegan because then you'll find out won't you but you can't it's not the yeah, same tell you. It, it's not the same it's not the same way when you when you john bon jovi's yacht no. skipper 
Now, you remember last week we were chatting on the pod um, <clears throat> about really good lines to say to sort of end a chat or end <laughs> a thing, right? Yeah. yeah. And it, it became because someone emailed in and said that a teacher sent this kid out of the room and the kid said on the way out, my dad said something horrible about you last night to the teacher and then left the room. And, we, um, and I just thought mm. that's such a zinger, right? Such a like, bang, yeah. mic drop. So we put that out there and we've had some stuff in. Now, first thing I'm going to tell you about mm -hmm. this, Mark, is that most of it I cannot use because it's too, just way too over the line. It, it, it more over your... the line than the one yeah. that I relayed. Yeah. Because that was pretty over more. the line. I'm not, I just, yeah. I don't know what, I think maybe people <laughs> construed it differently. I think what I meant was, what's a really good, like, you know, closing line like like that kid it's completely clean mm. you could say that like you could say that at any gig you could say that story and as mm. he went out the door the kid went my dad said something horrible about you last night just walked mm -hmm. out that's fine i think people thought we were saying what's the most disgusting full-on maybe ist uh heckler put down line that would crucify someone that you've ever heard in the entire time you've been alive and breathing i think that's mm. what they thought the question was because the stuff that came in was because I can't read it out. Okay. Yeah. But there are a couple of lovely ones, which I'm going to mm -hmm. read to you. And then I know you did some digging around to try and I find did a little bit, yeah. some funny stuff to see. So we'll do that next. So first one is from a comedian called Michael Cox, who's a really great act. I've gigged with him. He's, he's brilliant. He said it's a well-known retort that's been attributed to several notable people, most famously to Churchill. But this one still remains a favourite for Michael. Mm -hmm. And it was that Lady Nancy Astor said, Winston, if you were my husband, I'd poison your tea. And Churchill said, Nancy, if I was your husband, I'd drink it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Lovely, that is it? good. It's perfectly done. That so was... that one's fine. That one's through the filter. It's okay. The other one classic. came in from a comedian called John Fothergill. Again, brilliant act. Lovely, lovely guy. Really like gigging with John. And this is so beautiful. It's, it's a great line, but it's also just really sweet. He said, I once drunkenly told a lass that I loved her. And she looked me up and down and said, more than chips? <laughs> <laughs> he said, it made me love her even more. Isn't that great? <laughs> you it's like brutal. That? It's brutal. It's good yeah. though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I like that a lot. That's now, good. That's reminded me of a couple you, more, but yeah. You did a bit of homework, didn't you? You did a bit of digging I around. I did, to, yeah. To I just thought me. of a couple as you uh, you said that, but I can't remember them exactly. So we'll just go, we'll go with this. I did, well, I did. You posted one on the Facebook chat where you asked for these questions, didn't you, on your page, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I posted a favourite clip of mine up, which I think you've yeah. got, right? Which did, is Brian Cranston, do you want to watch for... that? Yeah, best known for Breaking Bad and Malcolm in the Middle. He's doing uh -huh. a Q&A here and a lad gets up and asks a question. Sure, Brian just as the no, best. Shall I, shall I run it? Yeah. Should we have a look? All right, let's, let's have a look. Yeah, uh, my question is, because I grew up in Albuquerque. He's so what, nervous. <laughs> was there any cool places, anything that you liked being there? Like... How how was it? Because it's my hometown. So I want to know, how'd you like it? Well, did you have fun there? Yeah, I'd go and visit your mother once in a while. 
Yeah. I think he just goes on I mean, and people laugh. Goes, goes on, yeah. don't they? Yeah. I mean, great. It is great that he just teed it up from so beautifully as well. And also, it's worth noting, like you can watch yeah. that on the YouTube if you're listening to this. But it's worth noting that the, the lad is laughing at that. Like, like after that happens, he's like, yeah. he's laughing he, like, as in, oh my god. He looks like he's about fifteen or sixteen as well, doesn't he? Yeah. So yeah. It, it, I think that's what the thing about that is. It's so brutal where you go after like a young teenager or something like that. But they are old enough to handle it. But people are a little bit. So but also, I, I, it sort of it sort of makes the joke work better because it's not yeah, like almost yeah, believable, course. isn't it? Of course. You know, that's, yeah. the, that's the beauty. Now it's a good one. On the back uh, can of, I, can I put a disclaimer in here? Yeah. Anyone ever gets in that position, you want to speak to the bloody sound engineer before you drop a mic. Because right. pops, does bangs, it, it dented grills, we don't like it. Having to jump on right. the thing to mute it, and you, there's not always time. And these cost yeah. money. I've had people do a mic drop on stage and smash me mics up, and it's cost me hundred quid to replace it, and they've been off. So, all right, this is this is t- it's gone a bit of a downer. Really. I know, I know it's a bit honest, of a downer, <laughs> but I think the mic drop thing kind of became a thing, and, and then right, then people started of- doing it. Every second band playing to fifteen people did it. Started doing it. It's like cost me a bloody fortune. So, uh, all right. so just just think think before you drop. Think the t- before having the t-shirts. you drop, kids. Yeah, think um, before you drop. Yeah, now, I'm having the t-shirt found- printed. You found some other clips, didn't you? you I did, to yeah. Show me. Well, I found a couple. Well, there's there's one. This is a classic, right? I I, I this is a classic for me. Um, it's an old TV clip from a show. Um, what was it called? I don't know. It was hosted by Anne Robinson, anyway, who's well known okay. for shredding people apart. But oh, on this the occasion, link. the weakest link. That's right. On this occasion, let's have a look. Howard. Anne. Are you more interesting than you look? <laughs> it's all in the mind. I have the beholder, Anne. What do you do? I'm a uh, business development manager for a large bank in the Northeast. <laughs> okay. Tell me if there's anything interesting about your job. Absolutely not. No, it, it's interesting to me, but I'm sure that it would probably go right over your head. Yeah. Okay. Why Doris? Um, Doris, uh, when she missed the question, she took up a, a larger amount of time than uh, oh, necessary. Doris. Okay, you're always very quick, are you, Howard? <laughs> in some things, yes. In other things, I like to uh, take my time, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I've absolutely no idea what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I don't doubt that. <laughs> 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 the way oh, she's got she's got nothing there, has she? She's yeah, got you nothing. know the beautiful thing about that is that's just like taking out the bully. That's the that's the yeah. beautiful thing. It's that, like, you I know, love you that really one for it. This. You've you know she she is comfort him. 
She's uh-huh. trying to humiliate him as well. That's like that's a very different thing to the Brian Cranston clip. There's no humor there, really. Mm-hmm. Like he, with her, she's just trying to belittle the guy. Yeah, yeah. She's just playing just, that just, character. It's what she made a career out. Yeah, well, yeah. not career out of that, but yeah, that's she did because she was she was always a bit of an ass. That woman, wasn't she, on every that's program? Brilliant. But really I, I love it. Done. I love the way that he does it, and he's so polite all the way through yeah. to the end. Yeah, he, yeah, never, yeah, yeah. he never, he never flickers. He never flickers. He never. He, she never gets to him. It was brilliant. And then I love it. Well done. It mic drops a thing, but sometimes you say something that's just so disarming that it leaves people. That's it. They they've they've got nothing, <laughs> and I remember that ill advisedly we left the lead singer of our band, John Jiggles, J-Dog, um, to do an interview by himself. Okay. And um, <laughs> this is often a bad idea. Um, and I, d- I-, I remember watching the interview back and um, and just just howling at this this one question and his response to it. And there... Tell me you've response. got it. I've got it. I, I, I sp- it took oh, me some time. Yes. I hope the clip quality comes so out when, right. When was this then? This is like 10 years ago, dude. 10 years ago. But, and the band yeah. was called? It was called The Ornamental Gentleman. The Ornamental Gentleman. Yeah. And this is John. John, is that right? Yeah, this is John. Yeah. Okay. Right, I'm going to... Oh, he's still, he's, he's still got a, uh, a bit of a four-way power distribution that, that he needs to get back to me. You reminded me. Right. Okay. <laughs> let's let's play like this. using the pod today to really... Yeah. To really set some things right, like don't drop mics. Can that guy return that thing? This is not like a sort of Tesco notice board, Mark. This it is does, like, is it really? We'll we'll see about that when Mar- Marcus gets on later. Yeah, good point. <laughs> right, here we go. I hope you enjoy this. What can you tell us about the song you're going to play for us? Uh, uh, well, lemon tree. Yeah. Uh, I was taught it by a, uh, an old gypsy lady selling flowers up here. Fifty-two. She's a lovely lady. Son in a wheelchair. <laughs> it broke up a little bit for me. Can you just can you just tell me what she asked and what he said? I, I, said, I got all the awkwardness of it. <laughs> she says, "Can you tell me a bit about the song that you're about to play?" And she says, oh, "Yeah, I got that." Lemon tree. It was um, taught to me by a lovely lady on the side of the A52. Son in a wheelchair. That's it. That's all. <laughs> it's just a detail. I think it's but because we're streaming it. We're streaming this probably to America yeah, and back to you. It's just a detail so of what up. was going on when when he when he wrote it or what he wrote it about, but they didn't know what to do with it. It's great. Will that play smoothly on the YouTube then? It will. Yeah, you, we'll, we'll see that. Oh, I'll, right. I'll, Mate, send, we... I'll have to send it to you so you can yeah, see it Yeah, send me the proper one. Can we have the halfway through jingle? I think um, we can, yeah. Because I think we are literally at that point. We're about halfway through. We're in the middle, the right. Pod. Let the dancing begin. Let the dancing it's begin, Johnny. about the middle of the podcast. About the middle of the podcast. And if you like it, you can help us out. It's so easy to help us out. Like and subscribe to our show. Like and subscribe to our show. 
yes, if you haven't already done it, please like the podcast wherever you listen to it and subscribe and maybe give us a five-star review if you feel like you really want to help the two guys out that make the pod. Now, hopefully in a moment we're going to have Marcus on, but is he in the oh, lobby? That's the first thing. Is he around? Um, it's a good um, question, actually. If he's about, we can play his jingle and get him in. He's not in the lobby, I don't think. If he's not, we can uh, message him and say, get in the lobby. Yeah, I mean, we can (laughs) stall for a bit, can't we? No, I can't see him in the lobby. Let me tell him to get in the lobby. Get in the Um, lobby, mate. Get your lob on. No, uh, don't, not, not that. Marcus, where are you? Mm -hmm. Um... If he doesn't come in, then <laughs> I've got the a WhatsApp. New section. I've got the WhatsApp desktop app here, so I just got a massive notification it through my ears pop up. up on front of the screen where we where I'm actually looking at you there. Um, see, this is the thing. Earlier on, I said we'll aim to get you on at half twelve, but yeah. we could be a bit after. You know how we ramble. And he said, "Yeah, I've set an alarm for one forty-five. I thought that was him just like trying to be hilarious, as in like I'm. You know, I'm ignoring what you're saying and I'm just saying a stupid time. But do you think he genuinely, for some weird reason, thinks that we want him at 1.45? Well, I think earlier on in that conversation, you said about quarter two. In our previous Early- schedule time thing. This is yeah, absolute gold said- content, by the way. I just want to... Yeah. I want to in- I want to include it because I kind of want to make the point that Marx is late. So I sort of want so we just wait here. in silence for five minutes. This is like a court Marcus case. Gets. Listen, listen, listen. I've got to listen to me. Listen to me, right? The uh, hang on. What's the opposite to? Hang on. Let me think about this. So if you're the yeah prosecution, right? Yeah. So the prosecution has got right. a text here that says. Um, uh, it says basically, can we do this earlier? 12 or 12.30, that would be great for me. And you go, earlier works for me, 12 mm-hmm. is good. And Marcus says, suits me, which right. I think means yes. Then I said, thanks, dudes. So 12 o'clock start, Marcus about 12.30, 12.40. And then he said, yeah, all good. And then mm-hmm. later on, I said, we'll aim to be ready for you at half 12. And he said, yeah, I've set an alarm for one forty-five. So... See, I've got all the evidence there that it's all arranged and he is just not here. I mean, there's also the possibility that he's had a Tesco Wi-Fi failure or whatever other... Been thrown failure. out of Tesco. Yeah. Yeah, he might Been be thrown out He might be Tesco. in their little security office waiting for the police to arrive. Tell you what I'm going to do, right? I'm going to ring him up. You ring him up? Yeah. Live on air? I'll ring him up. Here we go. Marcus... Call him. See what happens. Don't know which number to ring. I'll just try them both. Have you tried his telephone number? We've got two mobile numbers on him for him here. Here we go. Got him by the mic. It's ringing. Yeah, I can hear. Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah. Where are you? (laughs) Well, that went well. Perfect. (laughs) 
I mean, I don't really know what to say here, Mark, other than I think we should probably just carry on and hope that he joins. How's that sound? It feels a bit like we might be having some form of signal failure. Yeah, I'm just going to send him one quick text and say, we are waiting for you. I will say, hopefully, yeah, that he sounded like he was outside somewhere (laughs) there and possibly not in a position to join a podcast. (laughs) I tell Uh, you what, this is a good time for, though. What is it? I tell you, it's a good time for wasp news. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, you can give us an update on the wasp situation while we're waiting for Marcus. You know, I, I'm going to level with you. There's not really an ups. All right, you've just seen that message from Marcus, have you? I got no. stopped in my tracks. What did he say? I think he's stuck coming. That's that seemed to be what the. <laughs> <laughs> Which reminds me stuck. of an old Blue Jam uh, sketch. Coming. Oh my God. <laughs> the, um, Right, wasps. Um, yeah, what's going on? Make it exciting, still, Mark. Still, dude, there's, there's little Simon. So I was working tail end of last week. I'm busy, so I've not done anything, and it's been raining, so I've not really been able to do much with the wasps. I walked over this morning. There was a couple still buzzing in and out. Um, yeah. Their den seems to have collapsed a bit, probably due to okay. the rain, which... Yep. I, I, I don't really know what kind of effect that's going to have in the long term. So they're still there, um, but I've been working or child dutying, so I've not really... Or, and it's been raining, so I've not really done anything with the garden. Um, imagine if so you're... I, I don't all, really have any exciting wasp news. Imagine if all the stuff you've been putting down there, yeah. mixed with like all the water of the rain, if, imagine if it sort of created like a sort of hybrid new super wasp that came out next year like came out next year like a fucking iphone what do you mean the launch what do you mean the launch of the new wasp i get a polo neck and some little glasses and do a presentation (laughs) on my new wasp is that a green now that is all i want to see now i just want to see you doing one of those ted talks you are never ever going to get me into a polo neck (laughs) <laughs> a new wasp that you have created and just trying to do it totally deadpan and convince everyone that there is this new wasp that's coming yeah. that can do all these extra things. It can mm. it can go it can borrow through metal. It yeah. can go through metal. Yeah. It can it its sting can kill a bear. It can it it can it can steal avocados from your neighbours. It can steal your avocados from your fridge. Yeah. Yeah. Well no, you um, wanna you wanna you wanna you want to be punting the benefits of this wasp, not not the transverse. Can I just say, Convers. if anyone is still listening to this podcast at this <laughs> you point, not subscribe that to you the last are what five I would minutes. call a super fan. Okay. In fact, here's what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. If you're listening to the podcast at this moment and you send me an email, which would prove it by saying, Johnny, I was listening to the podcast when you said we had to email you and use the special password chocolate eclair right uh-huh. if you right. do that I'm gonna, i'll send them something as a thanks yeah yeah okay yeah? That's, only, that sounds only, good the only way you'll get the thing sent from me is if you email me johnny at johnnyawesome.com mm-hmm. that's johnny at johnnyawesome.com and just use the password chocolate eclair because let me tell you mark it's j-o-n-n-y no no h n-n-y 
A-W-S-U-M.com. They'll have earned it, Mark. Whatever I send them, they'll have earned yeah. it. Yeah. Don't you think? Do you remember at the beginning of the podcast when we were talking about things going <laughs> oh, wrong? <we're> going- <laughs> the self-fulfilling uh, prophecy. Uh, <sighs> it's well, happened. It has happened, hasn't who, it? Who would have thought that it would be the <laughs> shambolic Marcus Carter? I don't know, mate. Huh? I don't know, mate. It it could never have been predicted. So Wasp news. I don't know what's happened to him. In a way, it's kind of more dramatic not knowing, isn't it? Because he's probably going to come on and just say something like, oh, I had to do this thing. And then I had to move the car. What, do you think he's stuck in the mud? I don't know. He's either stuck in the mud, stuck in traffic. stuck in the mud. It could be that. It could be like stuck in some traffic somewhere. Anyway, listen... Um, let me tell you where I'm going this week, and you can tell me uh-huh. what you're up to this week as well. I will be going to Derby tonight. Oh, yeah, I know you yeah, can't yeah, come because you you've, you've got Finn, but I've got mm-hmm. a couple of shows tonight in Derby. Mm-hmm. And then on Friday, I'll be in Wigan and Widnes. How do you say Widnes? Don't know. Um, can I get a Widnes? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just Widnes, isn't it? That's it. That. You've already said it. Yeah. And then on Saturday, I'm in Muswell Hill first and then Egham second, their London shows. And then on Sunday, I'm doing my first ever race. I'm doing a 10K race. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. On Sunday morning. Yeah, I've never done a... I've never been in like a proper thing, you know, where you have a number and all that stuff. I've never done that before, so it's new to me. Yeah. new to me. So I'm going to do that on Sunday morning. How about you? What's coming up? Um, not a lot of coming up. I've got some things coming up in the next month or so that I've got to divert some to attention to. Nothing exciting, nothing worth talking about on the podcast. But um, that's going to take a while. I'm working on maybe uh, doing some sound at a new venue that's opening in Derby. That's a bit oh, hush-hush. Nice. No more. No more information could be divulged at this point, but I went to have a look at it yesterday and... Uh, Got to find some sound system to put in there, and yeah, could be fun. <gasps> okay. Uh, yeah. Where in where hey, in Derby going are you gonna are you gonna be playing tonight? Is Marcus joined? He's about to. Yeah. When I click the button. Is he? Yeah. Where in Derby are you playing tonight? I want to know. I'm going to go to a place called the Furnace. Yeah, I know it. First, and then after I've been at the Furnace, I'm going to. I'm looking at my email to tell you the answer. I'm going to be at um, the Shiny Tap Brewery second. Shiny Tap Brewery. Yeah, which is in the Old Hall Mill Business Park, Alfreton Road. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. It is where I thought it was. Yeah. I didn't know they did stuff in the brewery. A couple of shows. It's literally going to be a piss-up in a brewery. Yeah, okay. Johnny (laughs) Orson. Well, we've had some uh, some experience in organising those today, haven't we? Speaking of which, yeah, Marcus is in the lobby. Should we let him in? Jingle first, and then oh, let's the bash jingle! Him. Oh no! Speaking yeah. of yeah, jingle first. Of this brewery. I've now got to find the correct Marcus jingle. He's thrown me. <laughs> oh no! I'm sure you could do it, Mark. I can do Anyone it. Can do it's it. It's not that Mark one. Could do it. That's the wrong one. Oh, it, it's this one, isn't it? His name is Marcus, and he's a drummer. He lives in a van, but it's not a bummer. We're gonna call him and find out where he's at. Well, we've had the jingle. We can see the man himself. Marcus, first of all, 
Where are you? I have no idea. I'm Fucking hell. Why is there loads of wind? There's a lot of wind, yeah. Um, wh wh what? He's running. He's running. Why is he running? Oh, hang on. Because you start challenge Annika on methamphetamine. What's going on? Oh, I'm in a road chef. All right, yeah. Yeah, that's bad. I'm safe. Hang on a minute. That sounds Finally. slightly dodgy. He's in a road what? chef, Mark. <laughs> Yeah, he's called Colin. <laughs> um, oh, oh, look. Where are you? Where's Where? This, where is this road chef? Uh, I have no idea because I got stuck in traffic. There's a massive unicorn. Right, let's see that. Okay. Oh, that, that is, actually is one. actually quite a big unicorn. Or a unicorn, oh, yeah. as my son calls them. I, I think that might actually be Colin. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, am, am I that is one way to get thrown guys? out of a road, chef. Uh, <laughs> There's many ways. Look at this. Yeah, yeah. Can you see that? Oh, so, hang what? on. Car. Some kind of Ferrari. Yeah. yeah. Um, Marcus, yeah. Where, um, are, whereabouts in the country are you, roughly? <laughs> roughly north, south, east, west. So, well, my plan was to get to Gloucester because at Gloucester, they've got the most amazing services in they the do. entire country. Yeah. Um, right. So and you got my, stuck. I got stuck in traffic um, yeah. because it's raining and it's windy and it's rubbish. Um, so I've ended up in Strensham, I think. You see, okay. Strensham. You see, you've done that thing that all people who have ever done any musical touring or tech touring in the UK know about Gloucester Services and its uh, sister services, T-Bay. They are legendary yes. in the touring industry as being the best services in the country. Um, Indeed, and, they and are. Many people might not know that, but they are truly great services. They so really Marcus, are. I'm what, just sitting on a horse, all right? Yeah, perfect. Yeah. What are you? What are you? What have you been up to um, of late? Tell us. Tell uh, us what you've been doing. We've not had well, you on for a while. No, it's been a while, hasn't it? And I've been quite busy. I've been. Um, I've been to Hamburg. Mm, uh, wow. Playing playing in Hamburg. Um, yeah. And uh, that was very nice. Um, I have been to Colville. Uh, uh -huh. Do you like my background music, by the way? It's good. Yeah, I like that you've got your own theme tune. Hopefully, we won't nice, get like it? a DC DMCA takedown for it. It's not. It's not copyright. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's a club banger or what it is, but yeah. For those possibly. listening on the traditional podcast route, Marcus is sat on a. What is it, Marcus? What it's a, it's a go go. It's a go go pony. He's on a go-go pony in a service station, which is where the music is drifting in from. <laughs> yeah, there's, um, a, there's, some, there's some ducks next to me. Yeah. So where are you headed them. next, Marcus? What, what's coming up? I am on my way to uh, Bristol and Somerset uh, to chill out for a bit. Um, and then I am going to Sheffield, uh, playing at Sheffield Academy, which will be nice. Yeah. Um, nice sort of 2,000 people venue, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, we're going on tour in October. Um, I've seen, Marcus, I've seen. Yeah, lots of things going on in October. So well hopefully done, there's going to be, um, be nice to sort of maybe do one of these at a venue or something while we're... Totally. And tell people where they can buy tickets so they can come and see you on the tour. Where do they get the oh, tickets? Oh, blimey. I, I, well, I would say probably go on to um, orga.band. A-U-G-E-R dot band. And then all the details should be on there. 
somewhere. A-U-G-E-R dot band for your tickets to go and see Marcus. And when he's on stage and he's doing his like cool gig in a cool venue, just shout <laughs> something like, play the Blue Code Diary soon, soon. Absolutely. Like Actually, well, I might, I might stick the uh, the vinyl up on the wall somewhere. If there's, if there's somewhere I can stick that vinyl sign up, I'll do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. While we're touring. Hey, yeah. can we not have that on the front of your drum kit? <laughs> well, we did, we've just got an organ logo skin. on there, so I, I might get told off for doing that. Well, but, you know uh, what? You know what? You know, you, have you ever seen those reversible number plate things that flips around to, to, to show yes. a fake number plate so you can drive through oh, yeah. speed cameras? Well, you get one of those for, for your front drum skin and it just flips it round James- from Orga to, to, to the Blue Code Diaries podcast. James Bond style. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, round. Hey, Mark, you'll like this. Um, uh-huh. When we played in Colville the other night, um, uh-huh. we, it was a festival. Right. And uh, so there were lots of bands on. So you only, as you know, you only get like 45 minutes to set up in between other bands playing. They had two stages. Bloody hell. Well, yeah, it was quite, it was quite luxurious. That's, that's but, a luxury. Um, it was like but they had a second stage. So while the band was playing on the second stage, we got set up on the main mm-hmm. stage. Um, but we set up our stuff, and then they couldn't get the monitors working. Great so day. there was no sound whatsoever on the stage. Oh, I have an ear monitors, so I could hear it. So anyway, basically all of our sound check was trying to get the monitors working. So we didn't get a sound check. And then uh, it was a bit weird the whole way through the gig. But at the very last song, we were about halfway through it, and all of a sudden. The PA cut out completely. And of course, I'm playing with in-ear monitors, so I can still hear any, everything through my through my monitors. So I carry on playing, and uh-huh. the PA doesn't come back on. And like we're looking at each other thinking, <laughs> what's going on here? Have they just like sacked us off? We were headlining. So we were Whoa. like, have they just sacked us off or something? So we didn't know. So we just I just kind of did a stupid drum film solo thing and then and then we finished. And kind of said, well, sorry, we can't do it anymore. So it was a bit of a weird ending to the gig. Anyway, it turns out that the DJ had gone into the sound booth and he was drunk and he fell over everything and pulled all the plugs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they couldn't plug it back in. So, so not what? only... We've got to name the DJ. What was the DJ called? No idea. No idea. We just I'm sure he got like... called a few things. Well, yeah. I would imagine so, yeah. I mean, it was, it was a bit... It was a bit wow. sort of Mickey Mouse, that really. Is so. not the best DJ gig, yeah. is it? Yes. No, uh, Michael the Rodent yeah. was in full effects at that gig, by the sounds of it. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, were the wedges wow. working before for the previous bands? Well, apparently, yeah. So what What the difference was, I don't well, know. Somebody had, hit, it was somebody, had muted, bit... somebody had muted something, hadn't they? And not yeah, figured it was, out it how to unmute it. Oh, wow. Marcus, yeah. here's a question for you. Here's a question yes. for you. Earlier on, we were chatting about your favourite thing to shout. Have you got any favourites? Things that just feel really great to shout out. Very well, primal. Could be anything. Is there anything bollocks, you like obviously. to shout? Bollocks. I mean, that's... That, I, that's mean, I don't know if you want to give us a go at that in the services. Probably not. Although, actually, uh, the, the um, I think the... The phrase that I shout the most in my life is, oh, for fuck's sake. And I probably yeah. did that in Colville, to be honest. Yeah. So, yeah. And people, uh, and people would have heard it because there was no PA on. So there would have been yeah. just that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. To be honest, but, yeah. like the alt- that's like there could you know be several people shouting that at the same time. You know when you walk into a bar and you're like talking really loud and then the music stops and there's like <laughs> a gap in the music or whatever. 
that would have been like the ultimate of that. The whole PA stopped, and, and then Marcus is going, "Oh, for, oh, fuck's, for fuck's sake!" sake. Yeah, yeah, that that is pretty much my catchphrase. We did used to shout when we were younger, and Johnny, you might have been part of this at some point. We used to shout "marvelous" for no particular reason. <laughs> Like, just, you know, randomly shout marvellous at someone. What was that name that everyone shouted at Glastonbury? Everyone kept shouting the same name, like, as if they were looking for someone, and it, and it well, caught well, on. Was it, we Dan? was it, it Dan? Was it Dan from from the... the from, uh, uh, yeah, Alan Partridge. Alan Partridge. Yeah, I'm not sure if it was Dan or not, but there was a name that Ow. someone probably genuinely was shouting to... I think it, I don't think it was Dan, because I think it was it started because someone was looking for someone, and they were just shouting their name, and then... It just spread, and then it became the thing like all weekend. Yeah. Even when you go to sleep, you go to sleep at like four o'clock in the morning, just drifting off, and then someone would just shout it from a tent. Yeah. Um, and it was always the same name. So yeah, that's another good one. Marcus has now got into what looks like a fire truck. Is I'm assuming right? this is some I'm, form of fire engine. I'm in a mini excavator. I mean, he's oh, right. a really good go at getting thrown there's, there's out. A, oh, he's in a mini there's, excavator. There's, there's balls and all sorts. Oh God, you just invoked blicky in my head. That's not good. What's flipping? Really keep it that Shadows way. I'm before, not gonna. Before we end the pod, is there anybody there that can do one of those sound bites for us that we like to get? You know, that say, "Hi, I'm think... whoever," and you're listening to the Blue Coat Diaries podcast. Is there anyone you know we can ask? We can ask Colin the uh, the um, the, the unicorn. There's no one in. There's no one in it. Colin the There's unicorn. There's no one oh, there. Colin, Colin the unicorn said he'd do it. All right, ready? Hello, my name's Colin, and you're listening to the Blue Coat Podcast Diaries, whatever it's called, thing. <laughs> Thanks, Colin. That was great. How was that? At some, at some point, Marcus is going to know what the show is called. So, that's my aim, that one day he'll know the name of the podcast. <laughs> I wouldn't bank on it. I wouldn't bank on it. <laughs> no, I'm not that bothered. Well, listen, Marcus, we've got to go in a minute, but it sounds like it's all going really well, so I'm happy <laughs> well, for you. Let me leave you with a fact. No, right? give me a fact. Uh, you need 3.6 million litres of fuel to get to the moon. Okay. Can you, can you see that up there? You can, okay. yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, a lot. Apparently. So, yeah, so I don't know if they... You can't just put diesel in either. It is quite expensive. It's, and it's expensive doing it at a service station, so... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't just I put can't diesel in either. It. You have to... No, that's no. true. Yeah. Not these days. Oh, it is a better one. Polar bears can swim for up to 10 days or 220 miles. There you go. That's a, bel- that's a belter. Yeah. yeah so you polar can actually... bears can swim for up to 10 days. You can actually get miles. to America on a polar bear, couldn't you? No. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean it's got more than 220 miles. You. Oh, that's true, yeah. But it's yeah, about 10 that. days. You yeah. need 10 bears, yeah. you know, nine backup bears on a boat, and then swap them in. <laughs> <laughs> to get all yeah. the way across. It's about 2,000 miles, isn't it? And also just, avoid them eating the people that are looking after them on the back of the bike. That I mean, is an issue. You could yeah. end up stranded. Yeah, I've seen yeah. Life of Pi. It'd be all right. We need to think this through properly, don't we? It could yeah. be a new business venture, I mean, though. It's definitely one for Dragon's Den. <laughs> yeah. Transatlantic polar bear rides. Bear. Yeah. I, I think it's a winner. Right, Marcus, on that bombshell... <laughs> <laughs> yes. We're going to let you go and carry on with your journey. Good luck with it all. Um, Thanks very much. We definitely should. We definitely should do some from the tour. That's a great idea. Yeah, definitely. 
definitely. We'll do that. And uh, yeah, I love we'll the idea of you it. using the signs at any gigs. That would be great. That would be I'll really do that. Cool. Yeah. Well, we'll do, we'll do that. We'll plan it all. And um, let's let's have a production meeting off air <laughs> instead of on air. <laughs> And like sure. plan all that because I'm sure air? this is really exciting for everyone. I don't know. We are breaking. I'm, I'm on, all right. I'm, I'm we'll say goodbye I'm to you on. then. I'm, I'm we'll going say on goodbye. this. We'll leave you to go on. I'm going on the Duo arcade. Drive. Yeah. See you later. Have all a, right. Take care, Mark. Have a good have day. Nice day. Thanks for coming on. Bye. 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 Seamless. Seamless. He's got. Yeah. He's off. As smooth as smooth as you like. Yeah. Absolute so, smoothness. Oh, I think that brings us to the end of the thirteenth uh, episode, where everything just went perfectly. And there was no no problems whatsoever. It hasn't Marcus been. Marcus is still there. It hasn't been an absolute <laughs> shambles from fucking start to finish, has it? <laughs> no, no, not not at it's all. Been, it's been it's fine. Been, it's been perfect. Now I am going to draw a little bit more on my uh, my blobby picture to end with, as we have the outro uh-huh. tune. So I'm going to add a bit more detail. What do we think is missing here? Need some feet. Need some more hands. But listen, we'll be back next week with a brand new podcast, which will be even slicker than this one. Slicker, you say? Yeah. Hmm? Okay. Am I supposed to push the outro now? No, I'm just saying, I'm just asking if you agree, like you think we'll be doing make oh, a better job. Right. Of it. Uh, yeah, I, I would imagine that we can probably do better than we did this week. Okay. That's the. And I think that's, that's the, the message that we should be leaving the audience with at the end of every podcast. Yeah, basically, this show has got one of those stickers on it that the teacher gives out that says, must try harder. <laughs> we know, all right? We know. It's we fine. know. And it wasn't our fault. We were we were here. Marcus was the one that was late. It's not our fault. Right, we'll see you next week. That was a lovely, lovely time spent. I will catch up with you soon, Mark, and listeners. All right, after yourselves, this bit's just got a bit <laughs> Jerry Springer. <laughs> Do you other. want me to hit the outro now? Just is it now? I want you to give us a nice Jerry Springer type sign off and then hit it. You know, like a sort of end of an American TV show, a bit of a moral. Um, I want one of those, and then I want you to hit it. You want me to to do that? Um, uh, when when you're done loving yourself loves someone else press play